So the question is this, how do you become a healthy, lean and fit vegan all while having fun and making a sustainable lifestyle you enjoy living? If you want to know the secrets to losing fat effortlessly, building vegan muscle and positively impacting the people around you every single day, then this is the right podcast for you. I am Fritz Horstmann. This is the Vegan Fitness Podcast. All right, welcome back to the Plant-Based Fitness Secrets Podcast, the podcast for vegans and those aspiring to be, to lose weight, gain muscle, and really understand what it really comes down to and trying to transform yourself on a plant-based diet and feel your best and look your best. And we have Niels back on. We have a partner episode here, which I think it's been a while, right? I mean... It's been, it's been a while since we last had an episode together. Yeah, indeed. It has been a couple of weeks, so I'm happy to be back. Yes, it's always good to to dive deep on, on different things. And something that I that happened to me just to start the episode, um, this last weekend, so I'm in Mexico currently in Tulum, which is, by the way, it's, it's an amazing place to be, obviously, because of the beach and the nature. Um, the food, Mexican food, is honestly like my favorite in the world like i've been experiencing a lot of food like south african food um european food obviously um bali all pretty good food places but like for some reason mexico everything tastes better like the fruit is amazing the burritos like there's a lot of vegan options too and tacos and it's just this this taste explosion a little bit spicy not too spicy um, and just so many different variations of food too. It's just amazing. So for me, it's like my number one in the world um, at this point so far. So I haven't been to Japan or like China and like all these places. So maybe that's amazing too. But so far, it's my my top one in the world actually. So if you guys haven't been to Mexico, I would definitely go there at least once in your lifetime. Doesn't have to be Tulum necessarily, but I heard Mexico City is pretty nice too. Or um, like just more the countryside, like the more remote places are beautiful as well. Um, I might go out there too. Um, but yeah, what happened basically on the weekend is I lost my phone. My my phone, I lost it, I dropped out somewhere. Um, and then it got stolen because we went back the next day to the place and they didn't find it. And what happened then the day after, I looked into the My Finder app. I always looked before, obviously, and it was still that place. But then one day after, it just popped up like in the middle of Mexico somewhere. <laughs> like, and basically, probably someone took it with them. Um, so it's, I lost it, but really it got stolen. And in the end, like, it was so interesting to me because it was the first time in my life it happened to me, which I'm grateful and I'm glad that it doesn't happen often. And on the one side, obviously, I was a bit stressed out about things like on my phone, like my my crypto and everything, right? But then on the other side, spending time without my phone, like on the weekend for like one or two days, like no social media, no no WhatsApp, like no navigation, nothing. It was so interesting. Like it was so trippy to me to experience life without a phone which again sounds so stupid like hey like can't you live without your phone but if you think about it when it when was the last time you spent two days without your phone without social media without because i was out and about i was not sitting at home because my laptop obviously i had but i wasn't sitting at home on the weekend i was like out in nature 
exploring, driving around, and yeah, I was having no time on, on electricity or my phone or social media. So first question for you, when was the last time you spent two days without social media and like anything really, like no, no Wi-Fi or internet, right? And it's really interesting what happened. So a few things I observed is I, maybe before I talk about what I observed, maybe Niels, I think we talked about this privately a bit, but um, what's your take on like social media and your phone and how much time, are you spending like a lot of time on, on your phone or not? Um, I'm actually curious. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <clears throat> good points uh, and interesting. Uh, so yeah, like I, I must be true. I think the last time I spent two days without my phone, that's also, I must be very honest. I think I can't really remember to be honest. Uh, I do know that there were times where I haven't used any social media at all. Maybe you remember, like I think about two years ago is where I really noticed um, that social media has um, a not so positive impact on my mental state, right? Like I, I just realized that, of course, yes, hey, I always love to actually show my meals, show the stuff because I know clients are watching and I'm inspiring other people, especially because I think some have been even following my account when I was still posting fashion stuff. And then they saw me transitioning to veganism maybe in late 2018, early 2019. And I thought it's always cool to share the stuff. But at some point I noticed that, yeah, there was a lot of autopilot uh, behavior in my life, right? Like I'm, I rarely really you make a great meal right like sometimes you for example have something with tofu and i make it an asian inspired dish and gave it my best i was so happy but in the end i at some point realized that rarely i have been fully aware like having a couple deep breath appreciating the meal before i'm diving into it it was almost like i'm a food blogger camera eats first right like as they say uh, I sh let me show this into my story let me do a pick of that angle oh no don't touch it like um let me get that lightning and that's all cool and fine if you have a channel that you need to do that right and if you um, inspire us which we do with the nutrition account and i love that but at some point i realized for me just as a private person it's becoming too much and so i said like you know what I, i'm gonna stop instagram um uh, also i stopped facebook only use facebook for our clients back then um and i noticed immediately that that had um, a good impact on my mind because i felt that yeah Honestly, if you ask yourself, you and also our listeners, like when was there a time when you, maybe you just wanted to do something, answer the DM or whatsoever. You open Instagram, get in there and you immediately get sucked into it. Whether that be the feed or a comment or whatsoever, you actually, most of the times you forget what you even wanted to do. Oftentimes you end up not even doing it, spending 30, 60 or more minutes in a feed or on somebody's channel and posts and watching them. And never really i would say 99 you never feel better and enlightened and enriched and motivated afterwards you really leave instagram with a feeling of i'd say i wouldn't necessarily call it emptiness but definitely not better like definitely not better it's not like oh i watched i don't know whatever like an awesome motivational speech or had a great real life interaction or when we sometimes right talk off camera and bounce off of each other inspire each other share stuff and that is where I noticed there was a lack of awareness in my life. There was a lot of autopilot behavior in my life. And even I'd say sometimes partially almost a bit of a depressed feeling, like a kind of, if you want to call it fight or flight, but like really I'd say tension. There was tension. Okay. Oh, um, is that guy looking better? Is he different? Or can I do this? Or do I need to do that? Oh, is that shit happening in the world over there? There's a war here. There's somebody else there. Oh, um, 
awesome. I need to go to that place. There was always that, I call that in, in, in German, I call it A to B feeling, which is, uh, mine sounds funny, but I always say like a lot of people, almost all of us live as we constantly need to go from A to B instead of sometimes realizing that we can actually be present and of course work towards a better future or our goals. We should absolutely. Being stagnant is never good and there should always be change, but with purpose, with a plan, with, okay, I have a goal, that's my plan, that's my strategy, that's what I adhere to. And I feel like Instagram makes you lose that before I digress too much, but could be one more example, right? Let's just say you currently, you just want to lose fat. You want to reduce body fat and that's it. Now open Instagram and scroll through 15 different uh, fitness influencers and you end up, oh damn, I don't know if I want to do push pull legs to uh, do a body recomposition, but he said I can gain muscle and lose body fat. Do I need BCAAs actually? Like, and you get off completely lost and don't know what to do anymore. And actually before you went on there, you knew that, hey, I actually want to reduce body fat. You got completely lost, caught in the matrix and you forgot about it. It's yeah, it's it's funny. It's so true. Like you, it's right in front of you. Like you know what to do, and it's right in front of you. Like you gotta listen. Like you gotta pay attention to your nutrition, and you gotta move your body, and then do that, right? But then there's all these flashy things, like the woman in the red dress, right? It's it's everywhere. Um, and if you can stay focused you're going to be successful in this life, like in general, in your fitness and your health journey. If you're trying to develop your career or your relationship, like focus will win. And what's happening nowadays with social media is we're just getting distracted. Like it's just distraction and our focus is getting evaporated almost. Right. Um, so <laughs> very good points. Like I love it. And I'm very impressed that, that you are like consistently, like you've been doing that for the past few years um, where a lot of people are just talking about it, right? They're just saying it because it sounds nice. You've been doing it. Like you've not been very active on Instagram, deleting the app, Facebook, and really trying to consciously spend less time on it. And even for me, like I always used the excuse of, hey, it's my business and you spend time there. And I think there's some like merit to that. I do think I need to be on there at some point, but at the same time, when I had these two days where I didn't have my phone, I was thinking like, what do I need it for? So then I, w I went down the road. What do I need my phone for? So when it comes to everything business, like which is my number one like priority and focus in life at the moment, like yes, like the team, like the Slack app I have on there and the Zoom app, like the communication tools, my calendar, like I don't need my phone for that. Like I have my laptop, my people, my team, you guys know what to do. You have your responsibilities. You have your KPIs to hit. Like the business is not going to shut down because I'm not on my phone. Like that won't happen, which is great. So that's taken care of. Social media, Instagram, okay. Like maybe posting. I have a social media team obviously helping with posting. So that's taken care of too. Um, just a little bit less, but that's okay. So I was looking at that and then the rest like was interesting. Like I don't need YouTube on my handy, on my, on my, on my phone. Like, do I really need Instagram besides like maybe posting a bit? Like, no, I don't. Like, why do I scroll on IG Reels or like look up people? Like, there's no need. Um, and then I was getting like really like, <laughs> was getting like, hey, actually, I'm I don't really need it. I'm like, okay, for navigation maybe to find restaurants or like get around. 
but like I can also look it up on my laptop before and then find my way like this. Um, so if you really look at it, like what do you need your phone for, right? Obviously WhatsApp as well, like talking to friends, talking to family. Um, I had it on my laptop too, so that wasn't an issue for me. Um, by the way, do WhatsApp backups. If you haven't done one, please do. I didn't have a backup and I had an old SIM connected, so I lost all my stuff on WhatsApp, which is which kind of sucks, but that's where it is. So yeah, going back to the point, like the two days felt like four days. Like it was so, because I was so present in the moment, it felt so much longer. Like I was experiencing life much more presently and everything seemed more like rich. And like you said, like when you have a phone, you kind of feel a little bit like, yeah, this is nice. I'm sitting on the beach with my coconut, but like, yeah, let me get on Instagram. Let me look, let me have a look. And then you see something else happening and you kind of don't feel as grateful anymore. Where I was sitting there with my friend and he was on his phone. I was not and I was like, hmm, I guess I'm just sitting here. <laughs> I'm just sitting here and enjoying the moment. And now what happened, I, I talked to you about it as well. Like for me, I am not introverted. I'm not crazy outgoing. I'm not the type of person who's like the life of the party and wants to talk all the time. But when I didn't have a phone, I was like, okay, I mean, I guess, I mean, we have the beach, so I can go there. I can focus on eating my food um, or I can go talk to people. <laughs> so I basically stood up and I was like approaching a girl that I found attractive and just like, hey, how are you? Where are you from? And just had a conversation, had a conversation with a, another person sitting beside us. And it was just like more, more life. It was like not life on my phone, but like real life. So... All of that's to say, like, I'm going to test it. I'm going to commit on this podcast right now to to do this once a week, maybe just for half a day first, um, maybe for one full day. I have to still decide, like, one day a week, really not, not having, like, social media, on my f even having my phone on me, like, literally leaving it somewhere, which I think is the easiest way to do this. If you're trying to do this, I think the easiest way is just to leave it somewhere, like, don't even take it with you. Like, go on a trip go to the beach, go to the forest, go on a hike, go out with your friends or family and don't even have your phone. Like you will feel weird if you are with your friends and you don't have your phone, like it will feel fucking weird. It will feel, it will feel uncomfortable, right? But as you know, you want to seek something uncomfortable to grow. So when everybody's on the phone and you're just sitting there without a phone, like thoughts will come up and you have to deal with them. That's the beauty of it, right? So that's what I experienced on the weekend. Love it. I'm going to hold you accountable to the half a day, right? Let's go. Let's <laughs> yeah, it. no, I love it. And also like one fun thing that came into my mind now, of course, it might not apply to everybody. There might be people to say, hey, actually, I do use it for what it's actually made for, because maybe for my job or because I just love to call my mom every evening. And that's I love it. But honestly, and that applies to me. And I think for most people is in the end, let's just say every seven days you would reflect on the week and say, how how many hours have I been using my phone for whatever, Googling something, shopping, social media, um, these types of things, maybe apps playing stuff, and how many hours or how many phone calls did I actually made? Like, I think personally, for me at some point, a phone became more of a PC, a computer, like a MacBook kind of thing. Like, I do my stuff on there, maybe it's Amazon, maybe it's this or that, oh, Googling, oh, there's some new research on the muscle protein synthesis, I'm gonna check it out right now, I'm gonna do this and that. And in the end, I was actually already becoming 
very because I've been a little extroverted before in my life, I would say, and I became a little, I'd say, if you want to call it more shy, I don't know. I was just almost overwhelmed when suddenly my phone rang and I didn't even want it to answer because there was almost like somebody called my computer. If you know what I mean, it's yeah. very weird. And also that that social media, what you just said, and is that um, one thing that came into my mind is when you mentioned the coconut and being at the beach and being more aware and this that again sometimes sharing stuff especially if you help and inspire others i think it's awesome um but being aware of sometimes you have the urge to just share instead of being aware and appreciating the moment like there's like a drake line in one of the songs where he says that there's that girl who all she wants to do is go to rome and when she's been in rome all she does is taking a picture of her being in rome right and that's kind of very true and mm -hmm. and you don't even do stuff when you are there sometimes of course so uh yeah it's a very that. very interesting stuff absolutely and i felt as well like a point that i think is very important in current state of of life that we have like currently november 2022 um with everything going on in the world and the last two years what was going on with c19 um i felt as well in these two days i, I felt more strong and more certain within myself um in doing what I'm doing and I'm focusing on improving myself through exercise, which by the way, exercising without a phone and without music, like another experience. <laughs> like when do you do that? Like, it's so amazing. You're just like sitting there or like, that's why I love Muay Thai lately because I don't have my phone on me. Like I'm, I'm dying. Like I'm sweating my ass off. Like this guy is screaming at me. Like I'm not going to take my Instagram out and like scroll a bit. Like I'm trying to survive. So, it like it strengthens your own like sense of confidence, certainty, um, because you don't have all this influence coming on you, which is a, the last point I want to make here as well, which we can discuss, is that these past few years and also the coming years, if you want to achieve your goals in life, like fitness and health, personal development, and you want to get like, develop yourself and achieve your goals, you need to be careful about what you're consuming and how it's letting affect you, right? When it comes to media, TV coverage, social media. I'm specifically talking about, again, C19, the economic crisis that we're in right now. And then elections are coming up in America in the last next one or two years, right? So a lot of people are just getting thrown around by the media. Like they're basically playing ball from the media like they're affecting your daily life and your emotions your choices the way you live the how, how happy you are how depressed you are and i'm fortunate and grateful that over the past years i've been consuming very little news or tv or any of the coverage and i'm realizing now more and more with these things going on and also the last like week with the two days off social media if you don't have that like no one can control you. You can just do whatever you like, like literally, like the life is your playing field and you can work on anything you want and do anything you want. And a lot of the things, a lot of the emotions you're feeling right now, you want to just ask yourself, did I create these by myself or are they created for me? Like is someone else deciding for me what I'm feeling in the moment, what I should be feeling, right? So you might be strong, you might be like, bringing back to fitness you might be working on your goals on your journey like tracking the macros putting in the hard work and then you have maybe a family member or a friend making fun of you or questioning you 
or like just trying to basically put their emotions onto you and their struggles onto you and their beliefs onto you. And then you start like maybe dwindling or it gets harder <clears throat> or maybe you stay strong. But what happens on a huge scale right now is that just all the coverage is basically deciding how you feel and how you live life. So from my standpoint, this is a very interesting and very important topic that is a bit controversial, but that's 100% my belief. And I believe if you cut out social media <clears throat> and especially news and media as much as you can, like your life will be night and day, like in terms of how you feel every day, um, in terms of the things you're working on, how much you share, how much you're there for your family and everything. So just some thoughts. I'm curious, what, what do you think about that? Or what have you seen maybe also with clients um, that you work with? Yeah, um, I agree, especially on the news part, right? Cutting out news um, with social media. I think there are two options. Personally, it's either also cutting it out fully or developing, which is the even harder part. Some people think it would already be hard to just delete it and don't use it again, which might be hard because it's cold turkey for you when you're using it every day, multiple times a day. The other part, which I think is even tougher, but characteristically and mentally, that's the best thing to develop is mental strength and awareness that you are able to use it but really on your terms right like to like let's just say i do allow myself to use instagram two times a day for 10 minutes and i completely adhere to that that is real strength in my opinion that's the same also when it comes to nutrition right like yes there are so many tools and things we can utilize and depending where you are starting of course we need to utilize them but at some point also with our clients going through multiple programs phases and levels is that at some point let's just say you are with us for three four years yes then there might be the goal of Having that knowledge of, okay, that's how my plate and my macros, that's a balanced meal, but also having that strength to know that, hey, my best self does not overeat. And I don't mean a healthy indulgence, that's sometimes totally okay, but I mean, I don't binge eat, I don't do this, I don't do that, because I can adhere to my own commands. And that is uh, leading me to what I want to say is that I feel also that a lot of social media and especially the news is making people mentally very weak, weak and anxious. Like I feel that in during the last years and I hear that sometimes as feedback too, um, but also what I see is that a lot of people get very weak, anxious, depressed, way more than I think that was the case a couple of years, um, back a couple of years. And it's um, really shocking and alarming, I feel, because... Um, there might be multiple reasons for that, but uh, just recently I read something very interesting and I really liked that because I feel that some people, they can't just do it anymore. And there was like, um, there was an old story about Eisenhower and how he used to smoke multiple cigarettes a day and drank multiple coffee a day, like really big, huge amounts. At some point when there was um, the war, I think, in the Normandy going on, I think that he mentioned even smoking like two, three, four packs of cigarettes a day and drinking 24 coffees, I think, was the amount where I really was like, whoa, damn. And what was crazy when everything was a little more quiet in his life. Um, I think he was a politician afterwards and and they um, he completely stopped one day to the other. And they asked him, like, how? What did he do about it? And he said, like, I gave myself a command and then I adhere to that. And that is, of course, an example of, I think, great power that we all possess, but we often feel. And of course, it's like um, 
a lot of times, of course, you even get encouraged, hey, have the cookie, do this, do that. And yes, again, partially that's okay. There are times where that's okay. But I think we lose that edge. We lose that, like, no, get your shit together. You you, you, you have, whatever it is, you have a coach, you reach out to somebody, he, he tells or she tells you something, you listen to it. I listen to myself. I listen to my own commands and demands and I completely adhere to it. And that creates a sort of pride and self-respect for yourself that like rarely, not everybody gets to feel actually. I'm getting goosebumps just talking about it because I know how it is to, to really realize that you are, the power you are you can create all these things what you just mentioned Fritz you said it really good is getting thrown around like you are the tennis ball for example but you can actually be the the bat and the ball right like you can live life on your terms like nobody put you for example into the position where you are a business owner traveling the world you worked for that nobody put me into the position looking back to my blue color type of work uh, background and my family life and my childhood statistically if you want to listen to that I shouldn't be here like I should probably be somewhere with a low salary job and just get by but I'm not because I created that life for me too. And we all have that power, right? But um, it's if you today, let's just say you want to stop smoking the cigarettes, getting back to that is, you know what? We have a certain product that's not a cigarette anymore, but it still kills you kind of, but you could try to use that and buy that for maybe hundred. We sell you that stuff. Now you use this for maybe the next year. Afterwards, be sure we have you, we got your back. We come up with something else to replace that. and. You know what I mean, right? It's like they, they are too mm. gentle, too soft, too, like, instead of, you know what, get your shit together. Do you want to die with 40? Stop smoking, you idiot. That's the message that we could send out, right? Um, yeah, yeah, I agree. So, and I feel like that, that that is partially also due to social media, due to news, being scared. There's a constant state of scarcity. Um, and also we talked about it in one of our previous efforts is also there is no effort anymore. You can always get instant, immediate dopamine rewards, whatever it might be, Uber Eats, spending two hours on social media after work because I'm tired, right? Uh, don't get me started on that. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, it's so true. And I think that's why I love veganism because it's very st very strict and radical. It's like, hey, I'm cutting out animal products. So it's like a display of power and character for someone to go vegan um, because it is hard. Like, it is not easy to say, hey, I'm not eating 80% of the food I was eating before from one day to another. So that's why I love the lifestyle. That's why I built this company. And that's why I want to help vegans because um, if more people can go vegan, if it's just for a month or if it's for half a year or they go vegan and then they realize, okay, it's awesome. But then I just want to cut out more meat. Like if they make these changes, drastic changes, it's going to build so much character and it's going to build a positive future because people who are plant-based, they have, they have the edge and they have the character to make these drastic changes and to say no to dopamine and to access and to everything, uh, which is which is very impressive. So that's what I love about that. And just what you were saying about power, we want to like piggyback on that. Like one of my mentors, Axel Mosey, he had an example in the business context where he talks about how if you create a result for a customer, like instantly, for example, like let's assume you can go online and there's a product where if you click buy, 
you instantly get a six pack. Like you don't have to put in the work, you don't have to. We're just talking about work, but let's just assume like this is a product that you can buy. Like this company would be like a gazillion dollar company. Like they would be taking over the world literally because of the power they have, like just one click and instant results. So when you think about it like this, in your context, like it really takes just one decision and it can be as easy as saying, hey, from one day to another, I'm doing this and I'm cutting out the cigarettes. I'm committing to this. It's not difficult. It's like just one decision. And people, like you say, they might get out to be like this huge thing and you got to like slowly progress there and slowly cut out things. And um, if you want to be powerful, if you want to be powerful in life, just last point here, if you want to be a person of power, someone that is in charge of their life, then make these decisions instantly, make them from one day to another and commit yourself to them. And that's that's how you got where you are now, Niels. That's how I got where I am now, but making these decisions and you don't need to like spend years progressing there. You can just make it from one day to another and see the results. So yeah, man, this is awesome. This is a good episode, man. What do you think? 100%, I love it. And I would want to give one one last thing maybe because again, uh, we talked about it before, right? Like before I was a coach, before I was into fitness and I had a time in my life where I was like 102 kilograms, like over 200 pounds. I had a time where I actually did smoke, where I actually did quite some drinking and that type of stuff. And, you know, I think it's the victim mentality sometimes makes you believe and you will also find others and you can gather together and actually all think that it's hard to stop. It's hard to quit. And you know what? Like, I don't want to get started on certain things but you know what's hard is losing a leg losing a loved one being in war being somebody who never really has access to food or water these types of things are hard but what we we are living in such a luxury state but as you might help and i absolutely say reach out that's why we do what we do and why i love what i'm doing right like i'd say instead of i don't know go through 12,000 Google articles and getting the next scam supplement or somebody who tells you what you can and can't eat. Yes, reach out to somebody. You make your journey more efficient, shorter, and way more enjoyable and sustainable. But act, just act on it and realize that you have the power and that the shit you're currently going through very likely isn't hard, actually. Yes, really good point. Good point to, to finish the episode. And uh, thank you so much for, for listening. If you listen to the end, then props to you. Shout out to you. And um, hopefully we could deliver some of the, the value here. And I'm going to keep you guys posted on my weekly experiment of no phone. So I'm going to put it in my calendar. Actually, just did it right now <clears throat> for Sunday and um, see see how it goes and keep you guys, keep you guys posted. Um, so if you like this episode and the podcast in general, then tell a friend because that's the best way to grow and for us to help more people. So if you know someone that into vegan fitness, into developing their mindset. Um, they just sent them the show and that way we can help more people. And since we don't do any ads on here, that's that's for us the way to, to grow and deliver more value for you guys. Um, so that'd be, that'd be amazing. And yeah, thanks for listening. Niels, thanks for joining us. And um, yeah, let's keep getting those gains. Yes, yes, what did you think? What an amazing episode again. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, please do me a favor and subscribe to my podcast and rate it on iTunes. It's very much appreciated. We'll hear each other in the next episode. Until then, 
Keep up the vegan vibes.